Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the art that they do. And today I have freelance illustrator Keith Lee with me today, based out of Hong Kong. Keith recently graduated with his Master of Fine Arts in Illustration. He's had work um, appear for Tesla and Scan Magazine. Hey, Keith, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Nancy? Great. Keith has been so kind enough, guys. This is our first podcast with video. Yay. I'll put in like a round of applause. Yay. And Keith was so kind enough. He's going to do a demo. And so if you are interested in seeing the video portion, head over to the YouTube channel link down in the description box. So Keith, um, what are you using today to draw with? I'm drawing with um, the Faber-Castell is the artist pen um 0.5 mm and it is in black very nice and why do you like that pen for those of us um who are into pen and ink work um i like it because it's very um consistent like it doesn't bleed through the paper and the lines are very uh, quite precise because it's um it's the same, it doesn't have much line variation. It's like the same width. Oh, nice, nice. So- it's waterproof. I, oh, awesome. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, 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 you're good. You're good. You're, you're the one doing the heavy lifting. I mean, Keith is literally, for those of you who are listening, um, he's actually drawing while he's being interviewed. So that tells you the kind of skill that Keith has. So can you talk about these, cute little characters that you, you know I'm watching you draw um can you talk about that and why um yeah I, I create these characters for um a blog that I did for my wife back then and um so this is how I started doing my uh drawings I started with like doodles um and after a while I we put it up on um Instagram because it's easier to keep our drawings there in one place and then we started having some following and I you know once we got um, a good amount of followers I thought I really want to draw a bit better so I applied I, I wanted to look into art schools I wasn't sure um, where I could go to and that's when I found uh, Sket had an open day in Hong Kong and I went to the open day. No, I have to tell everybody who's listening because Keith is being very humble. He started these characters and he has over 5,000 subscribers on his Instagram um, organically and they're just so cute and I can totally see you and um, your wife in these little cute characters and uh if I remember correctly, it's written though in a dialect of Chinese. Yeah, it's written in my. Uh, it's written in Cantonese. It's, since our um, our audience are mostly uh, Taiwanese and people from Hong Kong, so we decided to write um, write it in Chinese. In the beginning, it was actually the first two posts are in English. Um, but then we switched over so that we can reach the audience better. 
Well, I hope you come out with the English version. They're very, uh, very cute. And the gesture and the expressions are so well done. I can read a lot of what's happening without having to know how to read the text. And I think that's really great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think I should definitely at least have the caption in English. And can you go into, because I thought it was very inspiring that you came to art later in life and um i think there's this misconception that oh you had to have been doing like tons of drawings since birth or whatever to be as skilled as you are can you talk about a little bit of that i i don't know I, like after i got into the masters seeing how where everyone is um skill wise there's a lot for me to catch up on i feel like um so it's just um I just draw every day. I draw whenever I can. Um, they always set a time to draw, to warm. Um, even if my even if my work, my homework was to draw, I was still draw to warm up my day, like something unrelated, um, sketches and anything. Now that's a really good idea to kind of warm up before you go into a bigger project. Yeah. Is there any advice you give to maybe somebody who's starting out with trying to do any kind of cartooning or pen and ink work? How can they improve their, their line work? What are some exercises that you did in order to get better line quality? Um, there's a few. I, I think like um, some of the work that SCAD had us do and that fun, those uh, earlier foundational classes were very helpful. There's one where you just um, get to draw with your arm and not your wrist if you can, which I know I'm still guilty of drawing with my wrist a lot. But because like I'm kind of drawing with, um, I'm drawing kind of small right now, mm -hmm. so I, I would use my wrist more. But um, generally, you want to use more of your, um, if you, uh, you can use more of your elbow. If you move your elbow, then like your lines would be less choppy. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I guess you, you, yeah, you can go into using you can go into using your wrist when you get to smaller details. But then, mm -hmm. like one of the exercises was like just drawing like a straight line and moving your elbow instead of your wrist, then your lines would be straighter. Because if you use your wrist to draw that straight line, it always come up curved just because of how your wrist is. You see my movement right now, and it was just, nice. like, it's always there. Yeah. Thanks, Professor Lee. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, and, and I wanted you to go into a little bit because you mentioned to me like um, some of the benefits of drawing in pen and ink every day, um, and that providing that consistency. Can you talk about that a little bit? Um. Yeah. Uh, I I think it has to do with like at the end of the day you have to be you have to be con confident in your lines and the more you draw it the more you familiarize yourself with um your tools uh the more uh confident you would be uh so i think uh you're hitting on a great point about the whole use of pen and ink like it forces you to be um mindful and conscious about the lines that you're putting down Right, yeah. Um, 
and I, I think practice is definitely a big part of it. Like a lot of times you will see those um, people on Instagram doing like speed drawings and how it looks so easy when they do it. Mm-hmm. And that's, but then that's because they, they're putting in a lot of hours that you don't see. Uh, things don't just like happen like like you see it thanks i just it's it's mostly because i feel like i have a lot to catch up to you meet a lot of amazing people you included that really made me feel like i'm very very unequipped so whatever practice i need to be at least get closer to that level i think i just had to do it well now i think i think digital definitely fits editorial very well and in that editorials are usually very fast turnarounds and digitals digital allow you to really put out that work a lot faster um then well for me at least my own experience is that working with digital um you get to push out a product a lot faster than you can um traditional just because of how convenient digital work is. Um, like the coloring is a lot faster. Because, <laughs> um, well, the way, I, the way I do it, I work in Illustrator. So by the time I draw out the shape, the color is already there. So whatever I add on are just the additional texture. And one of my favorite pieces that you posted, and some of this, I always tell people, like, when we look at art, it's a, such a personal thing, like, art reads differently for everybody. But I think because of my teaching background, one of my favorite illustrations you did was the hand that was the locker and the student that's reaching up with the, there was like, um, it was an editorial piece. It read like, you know, with the coronavirus and things coming around, I could clearly read the concept and the story behind it. It was such a fast right. read. Um, you did such a great job with creating the visuals for that. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, actually that piece I struggled a lot with. That was one of the ones that I, I think I did like maybe five or six rounds of thumbnails to do. Um, none of the ideas are really hitting. Um, so I actually got some idea from like some paper cut illustration I saw. Mm-hmm. They, they were doing the layering, and then I was like, "Oh, if I did the hand, that's um, as a framing device, then everything inside the hand was um, was the environment." then maybe that would work. I I loved how it read because the hand up like that is like, no go, stop right there. You know, automatically you read it and you know what it means. And then to Mm. see that with the framing, with the character or the the person with the backpack, you knew he was going to school and then the locker. So I thought it was really well done. Great concept. Thank you. you. Drawing drawing a small one here. So can you talk about like how you've kind of transitioned because you did the work for Tesla, you you did um, some editorial work for Scan Magazine. Can you share with the listeners and the viewers like how you kind of got that work? 
Um, I actually uh, got my, uh, so after I graduated, I basically flew straight back to Hong Kong, as you know. I didn't really uh, stay in Savannah, which uh, honestly, I would have loved to. Um, but anyway, so right when I landed, one of my um, classmates from Atlanta, his name is Brawley. Um, he actually referred the Tesla job to me saying that, oh, I think the, I think it fits your style better. So I, I actually got the Tesla job from him. Mm. And it's, it's, it's been nice because it became like an ongoing job now that I, I get to do. I'm still, I'm working on like a third one with them. Nice. Um, so that's very nice, yeah. Uh, I would say, um, be nice to people. <laughs> I get to know more people. Um, I always try to help if I can. Like, try to keep people in mind. Obviously, I'm not saying that you have to uh, do it in a in a in a like like a, in a mercenary way where you're doing it for something. So something that will happen. It's not really like that. I I, I genuinely wanted to help the people that I have helped or try to help at least. Um, I think it's always good to try to pay it forward because um, I actually learned that from you because you you obviously you you're very willing to help um, the people around you, which I find very amazing. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I just try to do that. My wife is the same way, so I feel like you know I, I should help you know help people more, try to be a better person. Um, so that helped me got the well it. Uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of how we got the Tesla job. Um, but otherwise, I just I'm just applying for jobs. Um, don't be afraid to just email or message people. Like, what what's, what worse can happen than a no? <laughs> I mean, that's good. Yeah. Um, it's all of really great advice. I think you have to be persistent. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid of rejection. Yes. Yeah. My wife rejected me twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah. I really appreciate you sharing all your advice and especially doing this draw drawing demo while he's being interviewed, guys. This is, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. And then Keith, where can people see your work in case they're listening to the podcast? Can you do a shout out right. for where they can see it? The work? Um, you can see my work at, uh, you can see my editorial work actually at um, the, the name for Instagram is Keith Lee Illustration. And then my website is keithleeillustration.com. And if you want to look at my cartoons, it's Happy Bui, H-A-P-P-Y-B-W-E-S. And that's on Instagram only. All right, guys. Thanks for watching and listening um, to My Creative Life, guys.